You're listening to Radically Pragmatic, a podcast from the Progressive Policy Institute. We talk with lawmakers, policy experts, and thought leaders about the issues driving the news nationally and internationally. The Progressive Policy Institute is a catalyst for policy innovation and political reform with offices in Washington, D.C. and Brussels. Its mission is to create radically pragmatic ideas for moving America beyond ideological and partisan deadlock. We encourage analytical conversations, not your typical partisan talking points. Hi, and welcome to Radically Pragmatic, a podcast by the Progressive Policy Institute. My name is Aaron White. I'm the Director of Communications for PPI. I'm joined today by Marcos Butler, State and Local Outreach Director for PPI and the Organizing Director for the Neoliberal Project, and Jeremiah Johnson, the Policy Director for the Center for New Liberalism, the Director of the Neoliberal Project. Chance, do you want to say hello? Hello. Glad to be here. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Thanks very much. Excellent. Well, let's get started. Uh, Our topic today is going to be all about the Neoliberal Project's Week of Action. Uh, We're going to start with some of the basics and then get into uh, the nitty gritty on all of the great work that you're doing across the country and across the world right now. Um, Let me just start uh, with you, Jeremiah, for listeners who are new to the Neoliberal Project. uh, What is it? Uh, When did it start and how big is this community? Uh, yeah, thanks, and thanks again for having us on. Um, the Neoliberal Project started in 2017, and it's a collection of young liberals across the country who kind of looked at the political landscape in 2017, where Donald Trump looked like the future of the Republican Party. A lot of people were saying, you know, Bernie Sanders is the future of the Democratic Party. And they saw that and they thought there has to be a better way. You know, there has to be a place for a more sensible form of liberalism uh, to flourish. And it's grown since then in the last four years, we've turned from a pretty online group into a group that has more than 70 chapters across the country and across the world. I think we're in 12 different countries at this point. And we have you know, thousands of people who attend our meetings in these local chapters. We have a social media reach into the millions. And we're advocating for what we believe is is a more open, more liberal world. Awesome, Marcos. Do you have anything to add there? Uh, not really. It's just, it's been a great group of people. They we've got like a bunch of different chapters everywhere. Um, so if you can't if you can't find one, definitely start one. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of, that leads me to my next question, uh, Marcos. Uh, where are the neoliberal chapters across the country and across the world? Um, they are everywhere. Uh, like Jeremiah said, we've got uh, chapters in over 12 different countries on every inhabited continent other than Africa at this point. Um, <clears throat> wow. uh, so if you're listening to this from like South Africa, Egypt, um, my, my, my ancestral land of Ethiopia, like feel free to reach out. Like we would love to have you on. We need an but Addis Ababa I, chapter for sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, so... Um, in the U.S., uh, they are spread across the country. Um, I just finished onboarding uh, chapters in Iowa, Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we've got great people like all over the East Coast, West Coast, through the middle of the country, Chicago, Austin, Dallas, L.A., everywhere. Like if you're in if you're in a major city, there's probably a chapter nearby. And if there isn't one, of course, reach out. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to get you to start this chapter. 
That's amazing. So there are chapters in these really politically important areas across the country too, is what I'm hearing you know, in these swing districts or states uh, where we have upcoming Senate elections and things like that. Yes. Um, we've got, uh, we've got a lot of work there. We've got uh, some of our chapters, like one of our Cleveland, our Cleveland chapters working uh, on the primary race out there. Um, I had chapters that, that were getting involved in the New York mayor's race. Um, so like we do a lot of political, uh, political activism and, uh, our chapters are really the boots on the ground that like make that actually happen. Uh, Jeremiah, next question is for you. Uh, what issues are the neoliberals passionate about? So the neoliberals believe in a world that I think the first thing I would say is open. Openness is kind of a, a core value for us. And for us, that means that, you know, America should be open to a lot of things. And, and I should say not just America, you know, the international chapters, um, they try to apply these rules to their own political situations, but I'll speak from an, an American perspective. Um, we believe in an open immigration system that is, you know, less restrictive and less uh, kind of insane than the one we currently have. Everybody knows the current system is broken, and we believe in an immigration system that uses immigration to power what is best about America. You know, what what helped build this country. We believe in openness in terms of being open to building new housing and, and not letting a restrictive zoning system or, or permitting system stop that. Everybody also knows that America is having a housing crisis. And the fundamental reason for that is that we don't build enough. Um, there's a lot of other things that neoliberals are passionate about. They're passionate about you know uh, free trade. They're passionate about technological progress, I would almost call it. They're pas passionate about social liberalism, they really believe in a vision of what you could call the open society, a society where people are free to do as they want and build as they want. And, you know, people can immigrate, people can build, people can trade, and people can live their lives without fear of being, you know, harassed by the government because of who they are, because of their sex, gender, um, race, etc. On top of that, Neoliberals believe in kind of a, a balance between the free market, which I've, I've kind of been using free market language to describe some of our ideals, and a, a reasonably strong state that's able to provide a, a good welfare system. We don't think those things are in conflict, the idea that you can be a proud capitalist and that you can also be proud of a strong welfare state that takes care of people when they are you know, down on their luck. So. Th those are some of our core values. There's certainly other things we believe, but that's a, that's the two or three minute version that I would give you. All of those issues are so important, especially as we rebuild and heal from the economic and health crisis caused by the pandemic. Uh, Marcos, what is the week of action? That's the big topic of the pod today. Okay, yeah. So uh, the week of action is our initiative to get our chapters to it's a th think of it kind of as the rebirth of the neoliberal project post pandemic. Um, before the pandemic, some of our chapters were doing in person stuff, but during the pandemic, like it was really hard um, in some places, uh, not even legally possible uh, to hold in person events. So now that the pandemic is uh, slowly uh, entering the memory, uh, we're we're starting to get get active again. Our chapters are going out there. They're doing a lot of different uh, events. Uh, some of them are hosting social gatherings. Others are doing protests. Um, like our Seattle chapter is doing like this bike ride 
uh, along, I think it's Lake Washington Boulevard. I've never been to Seattle, so I'm not super familiar, but uh, apparently they're protesting the city's decision to uh, open that uh, boulevard up to, back to cars. So they want to make it a more, make Seattle a more bike friendly city. So that's one of the things that they're doing as part of their week of action. Other chapters are just doing things like we're going to go and clean up a creek in our community uh, just to show that we, we want to give back. So there's a lot of different things that our chapters are doing just to show that we, we are here, we exist, and we are ready to bring liberalism back to this country. That's awesome. So it's service as well. Yes. By the sounds of it. That's great. Yeah. Jeremiah, I'd, did you I'd want to add anything for other events that you've seen? Yeah, there's a couple events that have caught my eye. I believe the Warsaw chapter in Poland is doing a thing where they're, they're going around to a bunch of different embassies in Warsaw. They're going to, I think, like the Chinese embassy and the Russian embassy and some of these countries that have very authoritarian, basically, leadership and doing uh, some protesting in front of those embassies, kind of to protest that they wish Poland would, you know, not have as, as close of ties with those countries, which I think is fantastic protesting, you know, anti being anti-authoritarian in that way. Um, I know our Denver chapter has, has done some stuff where they've gone out into the community and helped set up uh, homeless shelters and, and done some work around the homeless community. I, I know a bunch of our chapters are just kind of getting together for the first time. You know, we, we actually founded a bunch of chapters during the pandemic and obviously they weren't ever able to meet in person. So for a lot of our younger chapters, this week is just an opportunity to finally meet in person and be like, hey, this is, this is who we are. You know, let's talk about how we make a difference in our, in our communities. Uh, you know, this is kind of a bigger question, but why is it important to organize now? Uh, yeah, so one of the reasons that the Neoliberal Project was founded was kind of to create, uh, it, it's kind of in response to, uh, the emergence of online political identities. Um, you go on Twitter, you see like people have like a sock emoji, uh, rose emoji, like different like blue hats, red hats, what uh, all those different emoji subsets of, of like politics Twitter. And the neoliberal project was started is kind of like to fill a space in that pragmatic center left avenue that generally gets a lot of flack from all sides. Uh, we get it from the right because they think we're communists. We get it from the left because they think we're Republicans. So I think that means we're in a happy medium and we want to engender that political identity so that people like have a like they know that they have a home in politics. And that's a lot of what we, we, we've built, up, built the neoliberal project on. You know, just from my perspective, watching all of these chapters work, it's shows that there is energy behind radically pragmatic solutions. And those are our majority making, you know, members of Congress and leaders yeah. across the country and across the world, uh, really. Jeremiah, if somebody wants to be involved with a neoliberal chapter or even make one, I guess maybe this, this is a, more of a question for Marcos. What's the process? What should they do? They should definitely reach out. Um, can reach me on a bunch of different, uh, bunch of different areas. Um, email just marcos at neoliberalproject.org. My name is spelt differently than most Marcoses, so M-A-R-K-O-S-E at neoliberalproject.org. Um, you can also reach me on Twitter, just Marcos Butler. Butler is spelled normally. Um, just all put together one word, capital M, capital B. Reach out to me. Um, we can set up a time to talk. 
also have a Calendly page. If you don't want to like email me directly and just book me on Calendly, just let me know why you're talking to me. Um, <laughs> but that's uh, calendly.com uh, slash Marcos. I'll also add that, uh, you know, if you're interested in learning, if there's a local chapter near you, you can just go to neoliberalproject.org slash chapters. And that page has a map with every local chapter we've, we've ever created. Um, there's also links there to, you know, view um, all the chapter meetings that are upcoming on our calendar. There's a link to, uh, you know, are you interested in starting a new chapter? Click here. And so uh, neoliberalproject.org slash chapters would also be a good resource for those who are interested in learning, you know, yeah. is there something already in my community? Yeah, and if you find that there is a if there if you find that there is an organization in your community, uh, there are already links on that map that'll take you directly to like their Facebook page, um, to a registration where you can put your email in, and you'll be able to like uh, get onto their mailing list. So you'll be uh, the first to hear if they have an event going on soon. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. Jeremiah, remind me how many chapters do you have now? It's something around 70. It's, all, it's always a little bit in a state of flux because, you know, as new chapters join, they're kind of in this gray zone of like, are, are they real chapters yet? Are that, does a chapter become real when they sent an email or when they have, hold their first event? Um, but right now it's around 70. Sure. And it's amazing, you know, like you said in the beginning, you started in what, 2016, right? Yeah, twenty or early twenty seventeen, just a few months after the uh, a few months after the inauguration of Donald Trump. Wow, and that growth—I mean, that's that's amazing. I, I think the first chapter probably didn't even start until late twenty eighteen or maybe even twenty nineteen. So it's it's been a really really fast growth. Uh, what else do you have planned this summer for the neoliberal project? So we've got uh, we've got a bunch of different things going on. Um, as soon as this week of action ends. Um, not going to be much of a rest because starting August we've got a, like we've got a bunch planned for the August recess. We want to get our chapters activated to start talking to their Congress people during the August recess. Just let them know that we exist. We're uh, we are here to back center left ideas, and uh, we will uh, we will support you if you back us. But if you are trying to be super far right, super far left. Um, we are also going to be there to like let you know we exist, we're watching, and um, we hope you don't make the wrong choice. I know you said it before, but for listeners, where can we learn more about the Neoliberal Project? Probably the best place is to go to our website, neoliberalproject.org. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at neoliberal, except the, uh, the O is a zero because the original neoliberal word is someone with two tweets from 2017 or something like that so we can't get it um but yeah our, our website is probably the best place to to do that there's information on how to join a chapter there's information on what we believe information on how to become a dues paying member um all the events that we're having our podcast um you know our our, our team all the announcements and press releases we put out it's it's kind of our central hub so that's neoliberalproject.org and you also have a great store, I have to add. <laughs> and also, if you feel, if you already feel like you totally agree with us and you just want to join just off of hearing this podcast, you should definitely sign up to be a dues-paying member, especially during this week of action, because joining during this week means that your dues go even further. We have a matching dues agreement. So um, anybody who joins during the week of action, their dues will be matched. So you get to, you get to help us even even further along than you normally would if you signed up, say, in August. So 
definitely, uh, if you're already sold, sign up for a dues-paying membership. Um, portion of your dues will also go to directly to your local chapter uh, if you sign up uh, as a as a chapter. And so you'll that chapter will have even more funds to be able to uh, push for neoliberal liberal policies uh, in their local community. That's awesome and so important ahead of August. Like you said, there's a lot happening with not only in Congress, but you know across the country, yes. state and local levels as well. Um, now is the time to rebuild our country. We can't do that without solid policy. So it's important that folks get out there and make their voice heard. Uh, Jeremiah, Marcos, anything to add before we sign off? I mean, I think it's just, it's, as you said, it's, it's a really important time for our country. You know, it's, uh, it's important that we're doing this right now because, you know, it, it feels like liberalism is endangered, you know, nationally and internationally. There's a, there's a right-wing authoritarian movement all across the globe. There's, um, and, and we've seen that in America as well. There's a, a resurgent left wing that won't be happy until it seems like they've overthrown capitalism. And I think it's really important to stand up for an actual liberal view of the world. And that's what we're hoping to do. Well, thank you, gentlemen. We will, I'm sure, check back uh, in August to hear more about every, all of the great work that you're doing. Uh, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Radically Pragmatic. Thanks for listening. Want to learn more about the Progressive Policy Institute? Follow us on Twitter at PPI and on Facebook at Progressive Policy Institute, or go to our website at progressivepolicy.org. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen and check back for new episodes. We'll talk with you soon.